Welcome into the Dudes Being Dudes podcast. Evan Budgerich here with Waldy Arias, who has been hit by more pitches than any player in the country. Waldy, I swear your shoulder is made of steel, but how tough you are this year. Thanks for joining us today. That's right. It's pretty neat watching your career because you were someone in your first season who got very little playing time and these last two years, a much larger part of not only the infield, but someone at the plate. How, how proud are you of what you've been able to accomplish here to this point? Uh, I, I don't know if proud is the word. Like, it's probably way more than proud. Just the hard work just pays off. Just, it just goes out to show how much work can be put in, what you're going to get out of. And yeah, I'm pretty proud of the, the way I've been working. Uh, without, without my work ethic, I would not be here, so pretty proud of it. You mentioned that work ethic and, and something people may not know about you. You know, at six years old, you moved from the Dominican Republic to the United States. What are some of those memories you have as a little kid growing up in the DR? Uh, they were fun. I remember I, every, every, everything I did when I was young was fun. Um, we were always out in the street playing baseball. We, we played with like a little broomstick. So we'll play teams three on threes and just run out there all day, literally all day. We didn't have classes we're out there playing. And yeah, it was, it was real fun. I remember everything. I still, I still talk to those guys. Still, like some of them are my best friends till now. Very thankful. I know for you personally, and just being the Dominican Republic myself on a trip, the amount of baseball that is played in that country is incredible. But two, yeah. having the MLB investment with local fields and, and local facilities, how much of an influence was that on you learning the game and, and falling in love with baseball? It was huge. Like. You can't you can't not fall in love with something that's literally around you 24-7. Like everyone loves it. Like even the girls love it. Like like my, my mother is a big baseball fan and like my father played when he was younger. He still plays now. So just always in the baseball field, there was no shot. I didn't fall into the game of baseball. Like it was literally handy. I want to make sure I heard you right. You said your dad still plays, like in a in a rec league type of thing. Yeah, it's just like like basically rec, so softball, fast-paced softball. I have to say then, uh, the Thanksgiving dinners must be pretty neat with a competitive set of parents yeah. and then yourself playing yeah. college ball. Yeah, he thinks he's still better, so argue with them every day. Uh, that's that's pretty neat, Waldy. And something I'm always curious about, too, someone who moves from, from one country to the next. I know the language barrier must have been a challenge for you, but... How much did the sport of baseball help you acclimate and just get used to American customs? Uh, it was a way where it helped me because all my teammates spoke English, so I had to adapt quick. And I was young, so at a young age, it's pretty simple to learn a new language. Like it shouldn't be hard as like as to right now. Like if I were to learn English now, it'd be like Chinese. So, but it was pretty. It was pretty simple. Like. Guys knew, they understood, like, I didn't speak much English, but they worked with it, and, yep. It's neat, because you had mentioned growing up that Robinson Cano was a huge influence of yours, and we sort of see that in how you play with your demeanor, with your mannerisms on the field. Uh, personally, growing up watching someone who's such a great player, you know, how did he influence your game growing up as you were learning more about baseball? Well, that dude is just a defensive guy. Like, he's so smooth, like... Everyone looks up to If you're an infielder, like, you want to be like Robinson Cano. People claim, like, oh, he's, like, too laid back, but he makes every play, so you can't even complain. Like, I want to be, like, just smooth, never sped up, like, just simple. 
that's how baseball should be played. Simple, simple and smooth. Yeah, he's he's one heck of a player. And yeah. Baldy, when you first got to Campbell, you had the luxury of of playing alongside Luis Jimenez at yeah. short. And I think you guys had some commonality, one, and, and both being middle infielders, but two, coming from different countries and, and learning American culture. What was that bond like with uh, Luis your first year? It was awesome. I'm glad I'm at, I'm, I'm glad I'm at the dude. Like, I still talk to him now. He calls me after games, tells me what, like, I could have done better or if I am doing good to keep doing what I'm doing, stay focused. But he taught me a lot. Like, my freshman, like you explained earlier, I didn't play much. He was a shortstop starter. Like I was my work ethic, my work ethic comes from him. Like, yeah, I want to play. Fine, he'll take me in there. We'll get we'll get both our work in, and yeah, he's big influence on me. It's neat. I think back to the uh, the regional matchups those last two years. Luis, I think broke a bone in his wrist. He had a, yeah. an injury in his wrist. He played through that, mm-hmm. and and I wonder how much that toughness resonates with you today. Yeah. If if he can play through a injury, I can definitely play through all these hit by pitches. Like they they sting a little bit, but they'll go away. Just I gotta get on base. No, that's neat, Waldy. And you mentioned the hit by pitches. To lead the country the last two years in that category is is no easy task. What about your philosophy allows you to to stand in there and and take those hit by pitches? Well, it's something we established since day one as a team. Like. We got to stay in there, hold your grounds. Like, if they want to give us a free base, we'll take that free base. And as a leadoff, my job is to get on base. So get on however I can. We have guys, great enough hitters to find a way to score me. And we're going to win if I score. So just easier way to get on first base. Yeah, you definitely have the Zach Nettos and the Matt Christians to, to do yeah. the damage in the middle of the lineup. Waldy, I'm curious, you know, someone at the major league level who stands out is Craig Biggio, the the all-time hit-by-pitch leader. Mm -hmm. Is is he someone you sort of watched and and learned his approach to that that hit-by-pitch? Yeah, so basically, I I was watching a video the other day, and he explained exactly what I think. So we stand closer to the box, making a pitcher uncomfortable. Like, they're going to have to make mistakes. And if they throw in, then we'll just – we'll take it. But – most of the pitches that we will get are going to be basically middle or ball out. Like they have to pound the zone in in order to get us out. But then that's where the risk comes of us wearing a pitch. Well, the, it's, it's really neat as we're reading up on your story, you know, mostly growing up in New Jersey, you were a fantastic high school player, a little league player in the Plainfield area. And there was a neat article talking about your influence in the town and they were so appreciative of you and they had this huge ceremony with your family you cut the ribbon and and the whole circumstance take me back to that moment what was the emotions you were feeling of of being able to go division one and represent your home area that was awesome i remember like it was yesterday like the day i signed my nli everyone in high school was like like wow like i walked it like I, i can never forget that moment and yeah, it's like still like right now I could feel I could feel like my body rushing. Like it's it, it was awesome. Never forget that. Not only the emotion, but some incredible numbers, a hundred hits, a hundred runs, a hundred steals in your high school career. I imagine you may not have been the talk of the town because you're a little more quiet and to yourself, mm-hmm. but what was it what was what did it feel like to be Wally Arias walking around high school campus? 
That was amazing. I mean, everyone loved me. Not not even to brag, but yeah, it it, it was awesome. Like a lot, mostly everyone knew who I was. Like a good baseball player. I was around all the athletes. I basically played every sport. And yeah, it, it, it was awesome. It was awesome. I miss high school. No, I I can't imagine. And I want to touch on the Dominican Republic as well because you grew up in Santo Domingo, which is a yeah. huge metropolitan city a lot of professional players, so many, we, we couldn't even list them from that home area. When you were growing up, and especially when you left the DR and moved to the United States, how much pride did you have in wanting to represent your home country and maybe follow in those players' footsteps as great baseball players? A lot. I mean, I look at, like, now I look back at Jose Reyes. Like, he lived so near me, and he was literally dirt poor. Like, uh, you watch pictures now, and his house is made out of wood, ceiling is all messed up. And everyone looks up to him now. Like, I wanted to be that guy. Like, I wanted to be the guy that through all the hard work by not having nothing and then working hard, going to school, trying to make it somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's always been a dream of mine. Well, I'm fascinated as well, because I think it was two or three years ago now, the MLB had a spring training exhibition game in the Dominican Republic yeah, in the Dominican, yeah. and as someone who obviously grew up in that country so much pride for the sport what did it mean for you to see the MLB investment to play overseas and and expand the game to your home country it means a lot because like that's what we do like we want baseball we want we want to be part of the U.S. however we can and we can have more people playing out there more athletes being sent out there to play it's it's what we want like, we want more competition more exposure everything Something I found neat, we traveled with the women's basketball team about three years ago on a service trip, and we were at this local park in Santa Domingo, and this one child had a right-handed throw, boom, throws it 200 feet, gets the ball back, boom, throws it left-handed 200 feet. The, the athleticism and, and just the awareness of the game is, is so neat. What did you enjoy most about just the fun of the game, if you will, of playing in your home country? Um. It's just fun because you're playing with one another. It's like it's like a one big family just playing with one another, and it's always fun. Like you you, you talk you talk junk to each other, but it, it ain't no junk to where you want to fight. It's just like it's just in us. It's the fire in us, and this it drives us to compete to the best of our abilities. You mentioned that drive to compete, and I know you're a very confident player, but. You once again lead the country and hit by pitches. We're going to talk about other stuff too, but that is very important to this conversation. When you get hit four times, like you did in this past game against Winthrop, there's so much that goes through my mind to think what to ask you. But at some point when you go up for that fourth at bat, you, you know something's coming inside. Do you have the pitcher's total mind messed up? Or what, 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 what is Wally feeling when he walks to the plate that fourth time? Well, yeah. I obviously, like, I walk in there, and I know they don't want to throw me in. Like, they like, I don't want to hit this guy. He's all over the place. I don't, like, I don't want to throw anything. And as a hitter, sometimes, like, yeah, it's fun getting hit by pitches. But, like, on that fourth one, it's a little, like, ah, right, come on. Like, maybe throw it out or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they hurt. <laughs> because because nothing has to be worse than a 3-0 on the upper shoulder, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that, exactly what I mean. Waldy, it's neat this year because we've seen you really develop at the plate and become a full-time consistent player in this lineup. What did it take from that work ethic standpoint to put you in this position? 
Literally, I give it all. All, all, all season, like, I'm always there early hitting. I'll stay after practice. Like, and it, as you can tell, like, it's paying off. Uh, to this day, I'm not content to where I'm at. I'm still, like, this and this morning, like, we got back late last night. Woke up early today. Got in there with Coach Shoemaker. Got a couple swings in, like, have weights later. Just never get content and just keep working. I'm in the lineup now. I don't want to come out, so gotta keep gotta keep working. Waldy, I'm curious. You know, you play alongside Bryce Arnold in the middle infield, who oh, yeah. has had a great hitting career. But you know, day one, he had trouble fielding the baseball. And I'm curious, with your experience, how you were able to help him out and guide him to what's now been a, a fantastic first year. Yeah, Bryce is phenomenal. Um, he's a sped up as a freshman. Like, he's a true freshman. His hardest probably was going a thousand miles per hour. Like we expected that, but now he's settling in and looking a lot more comfortable. And that's helping him a lot at the plate as well. Like he's not making errors, so he's going to the plate fresh. There's a lot of confidence. He's, he's a real good player. What are your thoughts on Justin Hare's infield now, with with Zach Nettle playing a lot at first and truly having four middle infielders across the diamond? It's awesome. Like. We have a really good infield. I feel like if if we could just clean up like the the catch play, like we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna be amazing, like. And we'll we'll clean that up. We'll we'll be good for the end of the year, like. But it's it's awesome having like Nato plays everywhere in the infield. Came in at shortstop, played third, played second. Having him at first is just another like secure, like it's it's just like super confident in him at first. Waldy, I want to dive back to that USC Upstate series because you scored the game-winning run on a yeah. very smart play. You know, it's, that's not always assumed you're going to score on a, on a pass ball like that. Mm -hmm. What allowed you to, to make that great jump and, and score the winning run? Definitely Wolf, because at first, I took I, I had, my, had my lead. I did not see the ball go by because Wolf, Wolf was in the way and the catcher was a big body, so he blocked it. It was to his throwing hand side, so... As soon as Wolf went like this, I just took off. I trusted him. I took off. And, yeah, we took that game. We needed that one. No, absolutely, because that helped you win the series you know, yeah. later in the day. Waldy, uh, this past weekend, Justin Hare had to serve a one-game suspension. So, Tyler Shoemaker fills those shoes. And mm -hmm. it, it's got to be a weird position as a player, right? Because you know Coach is about two hours away from coming right back in the dugout. But what did you think of having the uh, interim head coach, Shoemaker, working third and, and sending you guys to the plate pretty aggressively? Uh, I felt the same, actually. Like, like Sue pretty much, he thinks like here. Like, they pretty much make the same decisions. Like, like Sue was an awesome coach. He obviously learned a lot from here. So, he was out there. He was trying to, like, just, like, in his head, he's like, all right, what will hair do here? Like, so, like, they played pretty smooth. Did he have any special pregame speech before you guys won that first game? Not that I can remember. Yeah, not that, not that I can remember. Waldy, you know, one of my final things I want to touch on with you, uh, being someone who's, who's played some second, who's played some third, who's played some shortstop, give me a sense of how special Colin Wolf is at that shortstop position and how he helps all you guys play so much better on defense. Yeah, Wolf is special because every pitch, he's just in your ear. Like, be ready here. Like, he, we have the pitch cards, 
and we know what pitch is coming. And he has a great idea of from what pitch is called, like where the ball is heading. Like he either tells us move a couple steps to your right, a couple steps to your left. And most of the times he's right. So just a big part in the infield and he's a phenomenal defensive player. Like that's a guy that we also look up to defensively wise. Waldy, we, we really appreciate the time. I just need to learn more about you. And I know fans are excited to see you out there here this weekend. Yes, sir.